Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Codelation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And today we have a special guest. Our good friend, Max Kringen from Tellwell, is uh, joining on this episode. So, Max. Howdy, guys. Yeah, no, we're, I'm excited to talk to you because I'm always excited to talk to you. But can you, for people who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Tellwell? Absolutely. So my name is Max Kringen. I'm the chief storyteller at Tellwell. We are a content agency based in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and we have... Uh, we've been around for about five years. We have a team of eight. Um, we've told hundreds of stories, hopefully saved thousands of hours of marketers' time by, by telling those stories for them and with them, um, and, you know, had eyeballs on, on millions of different, with millions of different readers and millions of different viewers. So, um, so what we do is we really try to capture uh, an organization's story. Or sometimes more importantly, we try to capture their customer stories in order to show their impact um, on, on that customer, on that customer's life. And, and in doing so, we, we really um, have the ability to give them some ad, uh, additional authority um, and, and then hopefully sell more stuff, right? Create more downloads, create more subscribers, what, whatever it is they're trying to do. So that's what we do. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Max, as you know, we work with a lot of, you know, early stage companies, early stage startups. Um, what's, what's your advice? You know, I'm just starting out. I've got an idea for something. Why is it important for me to find my brand message to have my story be told? What's, what should I be doing? Early stage type type stuff. Mm, that is a, that is a deep question and a great question. Um, it's, it's like you've asked it before. <laughs> to some of your previous guests. Um, I, think, uh, I think your brand messaging is some of the most important work that you're going to do in order to establish um, that idea of authority. Uh, because right off the bat, you have to get people to trust you. You have to have people recognize that you know what you're talking about, that you're the subject area expert in whatever challenge they're trying to solve. Um, I think I think it's really important as you start to look at what your brand narrative that you're really helping to identify like what is what is that customer's problem, right? And if if you're identifying like three or four different problems, well, it's probably time to go back to the drawing boards a little bit um, because you really want to start with like what is the one problem that you're trying to solve, right? And and this really is the crux of your brand narrative. So you start with like that, that external, what is that really obvious thing that they are trying to solve? How does that thing make them feel, right? And then once you figure out how that makes them feel, you jump into why that's just plain wrong and why your, um, your product, your service, your, uh, your app can fix that in their life and, and what the outcome is going to be um, outside of it. You know, Branding is such a broad term now, right? There are a lot of agencies, there, there are a lot of folks um, that are like, oh, I'm a branding agency, uh, here's your logo, right? Um, logo is a really fun part of the brand, but brand is so deep, right? You get into your voice, you get into your history, you get into your story. Um, you know, the brand look and identity is a really important part of that. Um, but I think even more important than the look 
of the brand is what is your brand what, what is your brand saying what are you trying to tell tell your customers tell your potential customers um you know to create awareness to create hype and then eventually to stay top of mind with them so your your foundational brand messaging is really um really the the foundation of that whole big house Holy cow. <laughs> I love I love that you started with, you know, what's the problem that you're solving for your customers? And it's so easy to leap over that and go straight into what's the thing I'm building and make it about yourself versus your customers. And so I, I really appreciate that statement. Yeah. So it, it's interesting because I do think that we get caught up in what our story is and like why that creates authority. And we kind of skip over this idea of what is, what is their story? You know, like, Frankly, if, if you think about if you think about dating, right, if you talk about yourself the whole time, you are going to be painfully single for a very long time. And maybe that's my problem, right? Because I just like to talk about myself. Um, but when you get them to start to talk about themselves, when you get to get them to open up so that you can really see like, oh, I have empathy for you because I've been there. I understand that. I, I've dealt with that same problem. As soon as you can get that conversation and that dialogue going back and forth, you can establish that you're not just trying to sell them something, you're trying to make their life better. So I really do think that is the foundational piece of a brand. God, I like that so much, Max. And I'm like, I just a fangirl of all the stuff that you guys do. I really like it a lot. And honestly, one of the interesting things that I see from you guys that I don't see from other marketing agencies is you actually market yourselves. Like you have a jingle, you have stuff. Why do you think other ad agencies don't do any marketing or any advertising? You know, first of all, I really love, uh, that you um you think we do marketing because i look at our stuff and i'm like ah we don't do anything like we need to have more white papers we need to do more case studies we need to do more x y and z um but but you know when you think about the amount of content that we create for Tellwell, um what what our approach is is sharing our customers work sharing uh, we, we refer to our folks as our Tellwell tribe um, because once you're in the Tetwell tribe, you're kind of in a family. You're in a group of people that, that want to see each other do better. So oftentimes we'll connect our tribe, right? Like codelation is a part of our tribe. And so if we have something that's out of our scope, out of our realm, we're going to hook them up with you guys. Um, and, and I know that you, you guys do the same with us. And so, so I think there is a, it's really easy to get into um, this rhythm of the shoemaker's kids have no shoes, right? Or some sort of old adage like that. Where it's like, oh, I just don't have time to work on my own stuff. I don't have time to focus on on the stuff that, that we're going to do. So our approach at Tellwell with that is let's not talk about ourselves. Let's talk about how friggin' sweet our clients are. Let's talk, like when they when they launch a new website, let's get hyped with them, right? Let's celebrate with them. When they launch a new video, you know, for, for Tellwell, most of our videos are, are ten dollars to $15,000. That is not a small investment. And yet it's just this little three-minute digital piece out in the world. And you're like, cool, I shared it on social. It's gone in the blink of an eye, right? And so what we try to do is we try to get hyped with them. But in turn, what that does, and kind of even without realizing it, is it creates social content for us as well. And so we're just sharing, we're just sharing what our people are sharing already. Um, so, so we create it for our client, but then we really get to use it for ourselves as well because we're resharing it, retweeting it, 
you know, getting hyped on them and saying, hey, way to go, tribe member. You did it. So. No, and I, I see that, and I see that like in the picture blog, and I, I think one important thing that a lot of marketing companies or even just new companies don't quite understand is like your whole process is your brand, and uh, I, I love how much fun you guys post on, on your socials, but I mean that shows that you have fun. Do you have like any advice to kind of different companies or marketers trying to showcase their people and the fun stuff that they are doing. Yeah. So, so one of the things that, that we do right away with an organization is we, um, and, and this was something back from, from my healthcare marketing days. Um, and, and one of my mentors, Kirsten Jensen, who was a director of uh, digital marketing at Sanford health for a real long time. Um, she she had this this adage of of we want to take your offline experiences and put them online and we want to take your online experiences and take them offline right so really creating a similar environment so so if you're really fun and like you're having a great time with your team offline well let's show that online right if you're if you're showing that you are this like super cool agency. Um, you have all these sweet pictures and, and you're doing all these fun things as a team, but then you engage with a client and it's like super business-like and, and not, um, not that kind of fun experience. Well, it creates a disconnect. And as soon as you start to introduce that type of friction, it makes people feel icky, right? And so, so I think the first thing um, to be asking yourself about about bringing the, that kind of like fun stuff to show what you're doing online is, are you actually having fun, right? Like, are you actually doing things together? Are you, uh, you, you know, like we, we were recently um, fortunate enough to, to build a new office just because our, our team was growing and, and, you know, we were just running out of room. We were on top of each other. We had three or four people in a space that really one person should be. And so we were, um, blessed in a, in a way to, to have a client um, who's like, hey, we want you to move into our building and it had this blank space. Well, the architect and I, we got into a, a pretty heated uh, disagreement on where the kitchen goes, right? He wanted to hide it off in a corner because like kitchen is the least important part or like where, where people are gonna go and be in the break room is the least impart, important part of the work that we do right in his mind in my mind the kitchen is the hearth of the home right you think about how how you build homes today and and the kitchen is the central hub of almost every one of those houses right and there's a reason for that right when you break bread together when you have a cocktail together when you're playing beer pong on the uh you know on the kitchen island you're creating community and you're creating that atmosphere of fun and so, so the fun that we post online is because it just happens every day. It's just like, oh, let's capture this. Let's take, let's take a selfie with it. Let's, let's, let's tweet it, right? Most of the photos that are posted to our plog, like, like they're not taken for the plog. They're taken because it's just what we would be posting to social anyway. So, so that I don't think that even answered your question. Uh, but, but I think the most important part is like, what are those authentic things that you're already doing that can then translate 
into, into sharing your story, into sharing like a little bit of insight into who you actually are. No, I, I mean, like you tell the story and the story of you guys is it's fun and it shows up in your marketing and it's not rocket science. I have just a quick little follow-up to that. Yeah. It's had a little Muppet in one of your things. Where did you get this Muppet? Okay, so we have a, um, uh, this little Muppet mm -hmm. uh, is from, I don't even, I don't even know where it's from, but, but just to tell you kind of the backstory of it, we were, we were getting ready to pitch this client. This client was one of our favorite clients and um, uh, they, they wanted a new campaign for the whole year. And so what we wanted to do is we, and they work with kids, they work with at-risk kids and they create amazing after-school programming and they, they, uh, you know, they have a food shelf for, for kids that, that, uh, you know, struggle with food stability and, um, they work with new American, uh, new American populations here and, and regionally. And so we were like, this is it. We are going to create a character that can talk directly to these kids, that can talk directly to the families, where it's not just some, you know, scary adult um, that, that is coming and talking to them, asking them to, like, share their experiences and share their feelings. Um, what I did not realize in the moment, and this is where you should do maybe a little bit more research, <laughs> is the executive director of that organization. I don't know if he's afraid of or just hates puppets he hates puppets with a deep fiery passion and so i brought out this puppet to to like do our big pitch and this is what we this was the crux of the whole pitch and and we bring it out and he's like i hate it like didn't even get didn't even get to pitch the idea and i'm just like oh no what have we done so so that is that is where our muppet comes from he is a uh he is a cutting room floor but we we resurrected him because we didn't want him to be sad and alone on the floor so oh, i love it and then a uh, josh follow-up what's our marketing budget looked like for a cotillation muppet uh seven dollars i don't know what the going rate for muppets are so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you can get a custom Muppet and you guys could actually create a series of Muppets, maybe one that looks like Eric, one that looks like Josh, and that becomes like part of the podcast. There you go. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Max, if you pitched that idea to me, I would not shoot it down. <laughs> Eric, I might Perfect. need your credit card back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I guess, did you, we'll just kind of wrap things up. Max, did you have anything else or anything that you're kind of trying to promote right now? So um, I appreciate that question. Uh, I, I don't think that we have anything that we're like super trying to promote. What, what our whole uh, thing is right now is we're, we're trying to create, um, we're, we're trying to empower folks to become better storytellers. So I'm not sure when this podcast drops, but in the um, weeks and months to come, um, we're going to be creating some, some content that, that helps you structure stories. So I, I, one of the most powerful stories is a customer testimonial story. Um, but frankly, it's a pain in the ass to get a customer testimonial right? Because you're like, oh, what do I ask? Do I do this? How do I structure it? Oh, well, after I have that half hour, hour long conversation, well, then I have to take another hour or two and actually write it and make sure it looks good and that type of stuff. So what we're doing is we're, we're helping to create kind of a system 
where if you just kind of answer these questions, and these are questions that you can send, they're questions that you can have in a conversation, um, and and you just kind of copy and paste them in, and and it becomes your testimonial story. So so rather than it taking uh, you know two or three or four hours to create a really great customer testimonial, hopefully you'll be able to do that between a conversation and and a little bit of editing and you know a half hour. So um, so look for some of that type of content coming out and and in general would love for for you guys just to kind of follow along with our journey we have some some other kind of fun things that are coming out eventually and and yeah that's it where where can they find you at max uh you can find us on all of the socials at we tell well um our website is we tell well.com and um, anybody that wants to drop me a line, learn any more about branding or the ecosystem or um, any of those types of things, talking about like that, that one customer problem and just trying to figure it out, uh, feel free to, to shoot me an email um, at max at wetellwell.com. Awesome. Well, Max, thanks for taking the time today. I really appreciate uh, you as a business owner and just appreciate um, the, the relationship we've been able to work towards with our two companies over the last, uh, I don't know how many years now. So I think we're pushing, are we pushing our four year anniversary? I, I wouldn't doubt close. it. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Cause we've been around for about six years and you've been a part, you, you built one of our first websites. So, so yeah, I bet it is. We should you guys are great. Party and put it on the plug. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's a great idea. We'll do like a throwback a throwback to our, our first website that we built together, which I believe was the Plains Art Museum. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Awesome. Max, thank you very much for your time today and uh, look forward to chatting more. Thanks guys. Have a great day. So we can get into some of my key takeaways from this. I always love chatting with Max as one, just as that's a big takeaway, number one, but but your branding message is the most important work you can do to establish yourself as an authority in your field. And that is just, I love that phrase and I love that thought. And my basic marketing strategy is to be likable and be experts and tell everyone. And one of the other things is like, what's your customer's number one problem? And you know, what's our customer's number one problem? I would say in most cases that there is technology available to help people with some aspect of their business or to start a business and they just have no idea how to build it. Yeah, that's, that's a scary place to be that, you know, for our customers, a lot of time technology is the core of their business. You know, they've got something they wanna take online through an app or, you know, uh, something they're looking for us to build and you know, who do you trust? How do you know it's the right decision to make? You've never done this before and it's really kind of jumping off the, the boat dock and hoping the, the boat's close enough. You know, We've seen it to where we've had clients come in and say, this proposal's five times what the other one is. How do I compare the two? How do I know it's the right thing to do? And so you know, it's start with the smallest thing you can and then build upon it and talk to your audience and, and learn. And I think that kind of goes back to when they're looking to spend their money, what is the problem and can we solve it? That's kind of a basic, it's really dumbed down, but it's important to sometimes keep it simple. And 
One of the other things that I like about Max is like they use feelings to get customers. (laughs) What are those? Yeah, I know. Feelings are kind of important in a lot of purchasing decisions and it's often missed, especially in the software development world where, (laughs) where it's just tricky to have feelings in that. But at the same time, Max does a really good job. They do marketing for broadband cable companies. So it can be done. And that's something that I want to kind of try to bring to our marketing. One of the other basic questions that he brought up with other companies is what are you trying to tell potential customers? And so Josh, what do you, what are we trying to tell our potential customers? You know, I, I feel like I'm a broken record on these podcasts, Eric, of, you know, what's the problem we're trying to solve? I was working with an entrepreneur and he kept trying to throw features and, and you know, new shiny things at me of saying, well, how about this? And I just, I, he, we're on a shared Slack channel. I just had to keep going back with what's the problem? What's the problem? If you're not solving a problem, you're going to be really in trouble you know, when we talk about what we did with Max, which is, you know, sales and marketing. If you don't have a problem, no one's going to care. And you can market the best thing. <laughs> you can be the best marketing team in the world. If you don't fix anything, it's just, it's just a funny ad. And yep. so I like that they also, you know, I, I've followed them forever. And they say they're, the success is their customer's success. And they use that in marketing and they don't really focus on their own stuff, but it's subtly focuses on what they do and it's just brilliant. And I think we need to lift up our customers and get excited about it a little more. And they, they might not always do their focus stuff. Cause I remember they had that goofy, like tell well, tell well, we tell story, like this goofy <laughs> song that they made, which I kind of loved, but I mean, <laughs> at the same time, they really do a great job of telling the stories of the company they're working with while telling their stories. Yeah. And so <laughs> one, um, one of the other big takeaways I had from this was taking your online experiences offline and your offline experiences online. And I think being authentic is one of the most important things you can do as a business. Absolutely. And I, I hope everyone enjoyed getting to meet Max as much as we've uh, enjoyed knowing him over the last couple of years. So Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you know a startup that could use our random thoughts, please send them on over to codelation.com for the next episode.